Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Echo Nest, the podcast. I'm your host, Warren Sharp. Um, yes. Okay, so, uh, today I want to talk a little bit about, um, some, some tube stuff and, uh, a, uh, a bit of a dive into, um, some circuit stuff, um, based on some, actually some pretty cool experiences I, I, I just had. Uh, so let's see. So the topic I guess is going to be, um, uh, NOS tubes versus, uh, what we can currently get in 2023. Um, and then, uh, I guess like circuit stuff, kind of just talking about, um, how different types of components can affect tone and, and whatever. Okay. So, uh, so let's see here. So my experience was um, testing some some amps at work, noticing that an amp that was about 25 years older than uh, the one I was currently testing just sounded so much better. And then did a deep dive on trying to figure out why uh, I was experiencing that. So now to get into uh, all the details of this story, um, I guess a quick backstory for someone who doesn't know, uh, uh, I work at car amplifiers in Pittsburgh, North Carolina, which, um, which is a guitar amp manufacturer of, uh, hand wired, uh, uh, all hand wired point to point, uh, construction. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah. Um, so we're really big on, I mean, literally getting our hands in there and uh, building the amps but then on top of that like when it comes to the sound we're a small company as well um there's anywhere between 10 and 12 of us working at the shop i, I actually don't know what it is right now because i just uh i just haven't really thought about it but um anyway um and, and we put out about uh 500 amps a year something something along that those lines um so uh, let's see. Okay, yeah. So the amps in question were uh, a couple of Ramblers, which is one of the uh, the older models. Um, the uh, so the ram the 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 amp in question was um, the 1999 prototype of the Rambler. So that's it's 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 almost 24 years old, I guess. And comparing that one to a 2023 Rambler, um. And, uh, yeah, so I guess I want to start off with all of our amps, I think sound really good, uh, from every, I think every amp from, from every era of the company with, 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 uh, with being able to get different parts, different tubes, I think all of them do sound, uh, I mean, they sound great. They're all very touch sensitive, very big, um, uh, a very nice enveloping sound. Now, some of those sound better than others. And when something sounds better, it's we try to figure out why. Even if it just sounds different, we try to figure out why. But when something sounds better, and especially when it's very drastic and, and audible from another room where my boss literally literally came from the other side of our uh, shop and was like, we got to figure out why this old one is sounding so good. So, um, yeah, uh, so the big things that we discovered, we actually spent the entire uh, second half of the day um, go- going through all the different capacitors 
uh, trying them out in different spots, even trying out different tubes. And the thing that we've, the, the two big things we found were, uh, I hate to say it, but tube um, manufacturer makes a huge difference. At least it did. Um, right now, if I, uh, I, I right now the, there's only three guitar. Uh, there's only three manufacturer, two manufacturers that that guitars can use. There is uh, the JJ Factory in Slovakia. Um, there is the Electroharmonics Factory, the, the the new sensor factory. Um, that's in Russia. I actually don't know where. Um, and uh, and for those of you who don't know, the new sensor factory is owned by Electroharmonics. They not only make an Electroharmonics brand of tubes, but they make uh, Sovtech, uh, Tungsol, Genelex, Mullard. There might be more, but I can't remember. The last one is a new factory that is in China. Um, I actually don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, it's P-S-V-A-N-E. I'm assuming it's something along the lines of, Sv- of Svein or Svan or Svane. I don't know. Um, Svein. And, uh, yeah. Now, uh, so we use uh, all of these tubes. We have to. Um, we are a small manufacturer. And uh, we are doing our best to make sure that we get uh, tubes for the company. So we're getting a lot of JJs and a lot of EHX. We're even getting some of the new Chinese tubes, uh, including the ones that are made by TAD, which I believe are made in the same factory, the same Chinese factory. Um, Yeah. All right. So the very first thing that we did was uh, change out the tubes just to see. So we started changing the tubes with moder- with the modern ones we had and not really noticing a huge difference. Changing the power tubes made a, a pretty sizable difference, at least a very audible one. It never nothing ever changed the 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 tone of the amp. It just seemed like it, the 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 power tubes seemed to um, just have their own flavor of what was going on. So they would allow more bass to go through or less or less treble notches here and there. Uh, you know, for the mid-range, especially notches. Um, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. But then I put in the 20-something-year-old winged C6L6s, which are definitely used. Um, they probably Those tubes probably have a, a, a good amount of time on them over the past two decades, but not an, an insane amount of time. Um, it was, a, it was a, a prototype and a house amp. Um, it would have been used to show uh, stores um, and just some people coming around. So, but over two decades, I'm sure it does have a nice amount of um, time on the tubes, but probably a lot of time left on the tubes. We put in those tubes into the modern Rambler and instantly it was just there. Uh, so not that anyone needs another reason to buy winged C6L6s, but if you see them, I guess I would say just grab them. Uh, they are the best sound. They, uh, I don't know. They sound really good. I don't know if they're the best, but they really do sound fantastic. So I'd say pick them up. They ain't cheap at all. Uh, I think I just checked today and, uh, uh, I think it's about 150 for a pair. Um, 
when you can find them. Uh, the preamp tubes, um, two of them were old JAN, which is uh, made in U.S. I don't know exactly what that is. JAN was a, uh, a tube manufacturer. It was the factory or whatever, and they made tubes and, and sent them out to a bunch of people to relabel them. Uh, Sylvania's, I think, a lot of times are JANs, but rebranded. Um, probably tested to some degree, too. I don't really know what the JAN designation means. They're probably cheaper back in the back in the day. I don't really know if they were, um, I don't know how they were tested or they were, you know, whatever. So who knows what the quality is of those things. The other two tubes of the old Rambler were, um, some, uh, for, at the time they would have been a, a modern, modern production Chinese, uh, tube. Um, they looked like, uh, 12 AX7s, but, um, my boss was telling me that they were short plate 12 ATs. So whatever. Um, at least that's what he thought they were. Um, yeah, slapping that tube set into the modern Rambler just instantly took it to this uh, old school sound. Uh, much, much more of like this enveloping kind of thing. Like the mid-range was just enormous and uh, beautiful treble content. Um, oh, and the low end was so controlled. It was there, and it was big, but it, w- it was um, it did not get in the way of anything. Um, yeah, like it did. Like those tubes didn't seem to increase the low end in the way that the modern produ- the modern production tubes for twenty twenty three do. They they're, little, they're pretty muddy. Um, so we started doing that. And when we took the, then we, we tried to take the tubes out and just see which, is there one that's making a big difference or is it just the sum of the parts? And it kind of turned out to be the sum of the parts with the power tubes being the really big, um, being the biggest factor to, uh, to a tube making the sound uh, better or worse. So after that it was, well, there's nothing we can do about that. We can't get these tubes anymore. So that's it. So I asked if we could maybe change some parts in the amp um, to just different parts or higher quality parts that, that we have now to make the new amp sound closer to the old one. So we started doing that and we started um, popping in and out of uh, uh, capacitors. Uh, we now use um, a very expensive capacitor from a company called Jupiter Condenser. They're handmade in the USA, which is like kind of insane to think about uh they are um the capacitors we use range i I think they're anywhere from uh i think the 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 ones that we use are anywhere from uh, a dollar and change to three dollars and change for a single capacitor mind you um so we can't use those in every spot on on an amp um because also uh they're very expensive because they're great at passing audio there's certain spots in the amp where we don't need a capacitor for audio, and so a lesser quality part can be used. Um, and uh, and sometimes it doesn't really matter, which is actually kind of the crazy thing when we were testing. Um, and also sometimes it can be worse because sometimes you want a certain character. So it was pretty cool. Um, but anyway, we ended up changing a lot of the audio signal caps from uh, the JBs that, that we normally use. And, um, uh, we changed those to Jupiter caps 
Um, so we like increased the price of of the parts by like of of certain parts. We changed five capacitors, but I mean, we went from maybe spend that right there went from going from like uh, I don't know, probably only a few cents to uh, about ten dollars uh, in parts. Um, which is like kind of absurd to think about. And that's going to go across all the amps that we make there on out, um, of that style. And, uh, we're probably going to end up doing this to other amps as well, because there's older designs that probably need to be updated for these current production tubes. You know, we're talking about 20 year old designs that need to be updated, uh, because of what's going on. So, um, now, why I found this all really troubling um, is uh, mostly because it's expensive and you don't really know what you're getting. It's, it's, a, it's a big gamble, I suppose. NOS tubes are, um, uh, when they work, they, they almost always sound better. And not even like a, uh, not even a subjective thing. It's just objectively better. They sound more balanced. You're able to do more with them. They 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 produce more harmonics. It's just good fucking shit. Um, however, the reason we have NOS tubes is because they they could not or were not sold uh, back in the day. Now, why weren't they? Well, they weren't because they didn't meet standards back then. So these were tubes that were tested and failed to meet the requirements of what was going on back then. So they're just put aside and they either get thrown away or they just get put in a box and put on a shelf somewhere in a factory and forgot about. And then 50 years later, when they're cleaning out the factory, they find these tubes and sell them uh, through, you know, some kind of like, I'm sure some kind of like auction house thing, some kind of like junk auction thing. And uh, then someone who looks at those finds it and uh, buys a bunch of fucking tubes for like $100 and then should go through them, test them, see what's good, and then sell them and make a fuckload of money. Or don't test them and just sell all of them uh, and probably make even more money. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of it's, it's, it's rough. So... I don't think I would ever buy a tube off of eBay. Um, but I do buy my tubes off of Tube Depot. They're my favorite place to buy tubes. And um, I guess I have bought some NOS tubes from them, and they have always been great. Uh, specifically some uh, uh, some Mullard EL34s and some Winged C, uh, winged C EL34s. Um, all those tubes I no longer have. <laughs> which is very unfortunate. Um, I've actually never fucked around with NOS preamp tubes um, in my amps, but, you know, whatever. All right, so um, what else is going on? Oh, yeah, so all that shit. <clears throat> so I believe that we successfully took the, uh, the, the, the modern Rambler, changed a bunch of capacitors around, change them to different, some of them were changed to different values, uh, the, the, but most of them were just kept the same, we just went to a different 
um, uh, brand. We went from JB to Jupiter. And I think we, we successfully got the new Rambler to sound closer to the old Rambler. And, um, or rather to sound really close to the old Rambler. And it was really beautiful sounding. It was really cool. It was a great uh, experience for me. Um, in, in certain spots, we were only able to try, uh, uh, two, two different types of, of capacitors, but in some other spots we, we tried like, th- I think like four and, um, just listening, going back and forth, trying to figure out like what sounds best. And actually something that was really interesting was I thought we were just going to change all of the audio caps, but we found that there's a, a few places that it really just doesn't matter for some reason. Um, and actually in a couple places it made it sound worse. It seemed to take away, it would smooth, it, 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 sometimes it got to a point where it was too smooth and, and, uh, and kind of too immediate and not really, uh, you know, harsh really. So having the tubes, uh, having, having the capacitor, you know, a being them, those capacitors and seeing which ones uh, do what you want to do, I guess is I learned how important it is. Um, uh, I think the, the, the thing I found most interesting was that the, uh, treble cap in the, uh, tone stack, uh, we use a 250 Pico, uh, Nano? Pico? Ooh, I can't remember now. Um, gosh, I want to say it's, it must be Nano, right? Whatever is, like, the next step from microfarad or whatever, the common one at least. I think it's a two... F- oh, I can't remember. Ah! Anyway, I think it's Pico. 250 P... I'm pretty sure it's 250 Pico Farad. Oh, man. But anyway, whatever it is, uh, we tried uh, a Jupa... So normally we use a Mica a 250 Pico. And uh, we tried the same exact value, but a Jupiter. It was actually really interesting. That cap made it sound worse because it smoothed it out too much and um, and kind of made the treble a little too like immediate and harsh. And, and it, it didn't really bloom. It didn't really do anything. It just, it just sat there uh, just in your face the second you did it. And that's not really... That probably would have been cool for a distortion thing, but it really wasn't cool for the clean... And that's what the Rambler really does, clean to break up. And you can push it, and it sounds really great, but, man, it loves to be at that, just running very clean or at that edge of breakup. Um, uh, yeah, but I guess that's kind of the, the crazy thing. So, so what I learned and what I want to maybe try for the first time in a very long time I think I want to get into some uh, uh, power tube stuff and kind of start changing things around, seeing what I can find. Right now in my six, in my Slant 6, which is my main recording amp, um, I have JJ's in there. And I know that JJ's aren't the best, but they sound fine, and I know that they're reliable. Um, but we're recording. I'm not, I don't really need to, uh, you know, we're not really going to be moving things around and going all crazy so I think for the the next recording session I think I'm going to bust out I think I have a decent set of 6L6s I think there's Fetlana and um I have to check those out see what I can I can do there um I might not have those anymore though I don't know 
Um, but the other thing I kind of want to do is get into maybe changing out, the, getting the same value of capacitor, but changing out the type. Oh, that was the, the one of the coolest things. I almost forgot about this. We found that cha- um, the, the, the biggest change was um, coming off of the phase inverter on the Rambler. We used to use a 0.1 microfarad uh, caps um, going into the, uh, you know, the 0.1 microfarad coupling caps into the uh, power tubes. Um, we found that using um, the same value of the Jupiter gave a lot more, it was clearer, but gave a lot more bass. It was really weird. Um, and uh, my boss kind of just postured, what's the word? I was going to say postulated. I don't know if that's right. He was, my boss was, I guess, pondering that uh, probably because the pick, that the, the pickups, the capacitors are higher quality, they just let more in. They just sound better. So we actually went to uh, a half half the value, 0.05 microfarad. And what was kind of crazy was it still gave more bass than the JBs, but it was a cleaner bass sound. It was more just re- it was more just low end as opposed to the weird congested uh, low mid-range we were getting out of the JBs. So that was a really cool uh, upgrade. Um, it was it objectively sounded better. It was really cool. Um, but that was really interesting to me because it makes me think, um, that, uh, well, I, I guess it, it, I guess the thing that it really made me think about was like, well, this would be cool to like open up some amp, like some, uh, fairly modern production amp that is kind of known as a classic. And I wonder if it's kind of easy enough to just mod things, uh, you know, changing out some coupling caps to some better quality, uh, 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 better quality capacitors, maybe some slightly lower value or some slightly higher value and getting different sounds out of it because you'll have the ability with the higher quality stuff. So that's actually a very interesting thing to me and something I kind of want to do. And, um, I just don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it successfully. I don't know exactly what I want to do it with. But hopefully I can figure that out, and maybe um, when I get some downtime after my musicals, I can uh, investigate that. I don't know. Um, anyway, um, yeah. Well, I guess that's some thoughts on some tone stuff. Um, uh, I, I, you know, uh, be safe while you're doing it. I guess is the only thing I could say to that. Uh, don't fuck around on the inside of the amp unless you know what you're doing. And uh, even with the tubes, don't touch those fucking tubes because they get hot as shit and you'll burn yourself. Um, so, uh, yeah. But, um, you know, if you if you know what you're doing, I guess just be safe. Try to get in there see what you can do. Anyway, as you can see, I'm getting tired, so let's um, end this fucking thing. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow me on all those bullshits uh, and follow all my musical projects. Um, find uh, you can find everything on Instagram, um, and um, um, everything is on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find um, uh, most things on TikTok. But please follow my bands: Echo Nest, As Oceans, and Cygnus X Two. Uh, with the last one being a Rush tribute band. 
Um, and, uh, I guess also follow Raleigh Little Theater, um, follow NRACT, which is like a North Raleigh arts thing, um, a theater, uh, and follow Theater Raleigh. Those are, um, all places I have performed or will be performing at, and, um, yeah, I'm super excited. So, yeah, thanks so much again, um, and I will, uh, I will see you at the next one, I guess. Oh, and, and uh, Echo Nest 2 are coming up. Uh, so follow Echo Nest for sure.